live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM. Again, live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST in Las Vegas, Nevada. And now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. Again, it's 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. And now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Monday. For those who are tuning in their cars right now, it's a pleasure to have you guys tuning in to my live morning radio show. And for those who are on the streaming platforms, I truly appreciate you all for being here. It's an absolute pleasure. All right, so for today's show rundown, we're going to go over the daily news. And then we're going to have a conversation on World AIDS Day. Yes, World AIDS Day. So for those who don't know what that is, I'll get into that later in the show. All right, so according to the Neighborhood Talk, jealous isn't, isn't even the word to describe a woman who gouged her boyfriend's eye after she caught him eyeing another woman, per the New York Post. Sandra Jimenez, 44, was arrested in Miami and is facing an aggravated battery charge for the ordeal. The incident transpired after an ongoing argument with her boyfriend of eight years, accusing him of looking elsewhere from her gaze. When they arrived home just before 10 p.m., Jimenez let her jealousy get the best of her and jumped onto her partner, laying down on the couch. Using two rabies needles meant for their dogs, she jumped on top of him and stabbed him in his right eyelid, per the Miami Police Department arrest affidavit. Realizing what she had just done, the 44-year-old quickly left the home and the victim contacted local authorities. He was taken to Jackson Memorial Hospital and informed police of Jimenez's actions, leading them to return to their home. She was found sleeping in her car just outside of the front door. The woman wasted no time in deflecting blame and claimed her boyfriend's injury was self-inflicted. Jimenez has been bonded out of jail since and is on house arrest while she waits for her arraignment on December 26th. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why I'm so hot. It is like literally so hot (laughs) where I am. But yeah, insane. Insane how you let your jealousy get to the point of you stabbing somebody in their eye. It's not like she caught him cheating. It's not like she caught him texting somebody else or sending nude pictures. She just saw him looking at somebody else. Not saying that looking at somebody else is great, is good. I mean, of course you want the attention on you for sure. But to gouge somebody's eye out because you're jealous, that's insane. That is insane. (laughs) She needs to go to jail. Listen, I don't care. Even if I was with you, I 100% would break up with you. And I would 100% call the local authorities. I don't know how you guys feel, but that's me. The second you put your hands on me, it's a wrap, period. Hollywood Unlock reported that a man from Vietnam recently learned his frequent and severe headaches occurred, occurred because chopsticks were apparently stuck in his skull for five months. <laughs> like, what? The 35-year-old patient identified as Mr. T was admitted to the Cuba Friendship Hospital in the city of Dong Hoi after he experienced headaches, vision loss, and fluid discharge from his nose, as reported by Oddity Central. After being questioned by doctors about what might have caused the symptoms, a CT scan revealed two objects protruding from Mr. T's nose into his brain. Mr. T was stunned by the doctor's diagnosis and said he recalled an incident that he was involved in five months ago. While on a night out, he reported he reportedly got into a fight while drunk and ended up in an emergency room. Although Mr. T believes that the other person involved in the fight might have stuck the chopsticks up his nose, he doesn't remember it happening. Doctors perform 
endoscopic surgery combined with microsurgery to close Mr. T's canal fistula and remove the broken chopsticks. After recovery, he was discharged from the hospital. Here are the most common objects that get stuck in people's nose. Tissue paper or cotton swabs, crust from picking the nose, food items that are inhaled through the nose, such as peanut butter or seeds, foreign objects that are inserted into the nose, such as a pencil eraser or a paper clip, but not really chopsticks. <laughs> Insane. Insane. Again, not normal. Just like Kara said, absolutely not normal. As reported by The Neighborhood Talk, a California man was arrested after removing his clothes and showing his bare booty on a children's ride at Disneyland per CBS News. According to the Anaheim Police Department, authorities were called to respond to a 26-year-old identified man, unidentified man, jumping nude into the It's a Small World attraction. A viral video taken by a guest shows the man walking in the canal of the ride while children were present. Park security could be seen in another clip carrying the streaker while his prized goods were on display for families in attendance. The man was arrested for suspicion of indecent exposure and being under the influence of a controlled substance. He was then taken to the hospital for evaluation after his arrest. I don't know what skins can be getting to y'all, but y'all are on it. I don't know what drugs y'all be on, but y'all need to stop. Stop the drugs. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. This is the Jimmy D Show live from KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST in Las Vegas, Nevada, and now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. Don't go anywhere. I will be right Located only four miles from downtown Colorado Springs and 10 miles from Pikes Peak, Hyatt Place Colorado Springs Garden of the Gods offers spacious rooms with contemporary decor, stylish furnishings, including divided living and sleeping areas, the Hyatt Grand Bed, state-of-the-art media and work center, a 42-inch flat panel high-definition television that easily integrates with laptops and other electronic devices. Complimentary breakfast is included during your stay. Location at 503 West Garden of the Gods Road. Book your stay at HyattPlace.com. Vegas has Italian ice. Philly Freeze Me Italian Ice, also known as Water Ice, is 100% authentic Italian ice made with authentic recipes and fresh ingredients. Philly Freeze Me is also vegan. Try a single flavor or mix it up and taste test multiple flavors like watermelon and cotton candy or strawberry lemonade and mango. It can be adult-friendly with alcohol-infused flavors. Two area locations open until 8 p.m. every day. Follow Philly Freeze Me on social media at Philly Freeze Me or online at phillyfreezeme.com. This holiday season, Black Bear Diner is offering a limited menu with feature holiday specials and family meals on Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. Guests can enjoy a full three-course holiday dinner, including 8-ounce home-style roasted turkey, 8-ounce old-fashioned smoked ham, and 10-ounce slow-roasted prime rib. All three-course holiday specials come with a cup of soup or salad, cornbread muffin, mashed potatoes with gravy, green beans, and cornbread stuffing, and a slice of pumpkin pie with whipped 
Rick Craig. Looking for less? Black Bear Diner is offering smaller portion, four-ounce roasted turkey and smoked ham dinners with all the fixes. And both offerings are available as a cub dinner special for kids. You can also order family meals with 32-ounce protein choices, plus all the fixings and even a whole pumpkin pie. Black Bear Diner will begin serving its holiday offerings in diners starting at 11 a.m. on the day of each holiday. Visit BlackBearDiner.com to find the location nearest you. From exhilarating natural wonders to enriching cultural moments and beyond, Illuminarium Las Vegas is the immersive entertainment venue at Area 15 with unique experiences like Wild, a safari experience, and Space, a journey to the moon and beyond. Open daily, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with last admission at 7. Locals receive a 10% discount. discount. Illuminarium, 3246 West Desert Inn Road. For more information, call 702-221-1200 or visit Illuminarium.com. Welcome to the Jamie Dean Show. Woo! Live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST in Las Vegas, Nevada. And now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're just now tuning in, I'm going over some daily news for those who are tuning in. I see you on the YouTube. I see you, Kara. Welcome in. And I see you, everybody, on the Instagram right now. We got Victor and we got Hair by Royce. We are live on the radio right now. It's an absolute pleasure to have you guys here. All right, so we got some more daily news for you guys. According to the Neighborhood Talk, an Ohio woman is suffering an ongoing nightmare after having a miscarriage in her home and being charged with a felony because of it. Brittany Watts, 33, has been charged with felony abuse of a corpse after she was accused of attempting to plunge a toilet post her miscarriage delivery at 22 weeks in the restroom. On September 22nd, investigators discovered a baby in Watts' toilet. Warren Police Department Detective Nick Carney said Watts felt the baby come out and there was a big splash. Forensics forensic pathologist Dr. George Sternbins stated that Watts visited the hospital twice before the sudden delivery of her unsound infant. Per the autopsy, no injuries were found to the fetus, and it was deceased prior to passing through the birth canal. This fetus was going to be non-viable, he said. Quote, it was going to be non-viable because, because she had premature rupture of membranes. Her water had broken early, and the fetus was too young to be delivered, end quote. However, the prosecution is fixed on moving forward with the case. Lewis, an assistant prosecutor, said, quote, the issue, the issue isn't how the child died. When the child died, it's the fact that the baby was put into a toilet large enough to clog up the toilet, left in the toilet, and she went on with her day, end quote. On defense, attorney Tracy Tomiko said Watts was being demonized for a tragedy that occurs frequently, frequently among women. Quote, there are better scholars than and there are better squalor, scholars than I remember to determine the exact legal states of this fetus slash corpse slash body, slash birthing issue, slash whatever it is, end quote, said Warren Municipal Court Judge Terry. Matter of fact, I'm assuming most of this, these issues all are about a point when something becomes viable. Y'all, I need y'all to take a listen to this report. 
to hear how everything came about. Brittany Watts overcome with emotion after learning her case is moving forward. Watts is charged with felony abuse of a corpse, accused of trying to plunge a toilet after having a miscarriage delivery at 22 weeks while using the restroom. She said she felt the baby come out and there was a, a, a big splash. Investigators say they found a baby stuck in a toilet at Watts' home on September 22nd. Forensic pathologist Dr. George Sturbins testified an autopsy found no injury to the fetus and that the unborn baby had died before passing through the birth canal. He says Watts' medical records showed she visited the hospital twice before the delivery. This fetus was going to be non-viable, and it was going to be non-viable because she had premature ruptured membranes. Her water had broken early, and the fetus was too young to be delivered. Both the assistant prosecutor and Watts' attorney argued why this case should or should not move forward. The issue isn't if how the child died, when the child died. It's the fact that, I, that the baby was put into a toilet, large enough to clog up the toilet, left in that toilet, and she went on her day. This 33-year-old girl with no criminal record is demonized for something that goes on every day. Judge Terry Ivancheck found probable cause to bind the case over. There are better scholars than I am to determine the exact legal status of this fetus, corpse, body, birthing tissue, whatever it is. Uh, matter of fact, I'm assuming that's what most of these uh, issue ones all about, at what point something becomes viable. And Warren Nadine Grimley, WKBN 27 First News. So this situation is a very sticky one. Personally, I would never demonize a woman who has a miscarriage, and I would never be upset for a woman being upset, I would never be upset at a woman or judge a woman who's upset about her miscarriage. I am a firm believer of your body, your choice. And I'm also a firm believer of what happens to a woman's body is not up for judgment from men. However, if this lady had the baby, put the, <laughs> put the corpse in the toilet, left it there and tried to plunge it. That is insane. That's insane. I, I I don't have an excuse for this lady. <laughs> I don't have an excuse. I, I don't. I, I really can't support that either. I mean, I, I get it. You know, situations like this happen where women are very distraught by miscarriages and their hormones and their emotions and all the other stuff is out of whack. I know that is a biolog biological fact. But to try to plunge the corpse, oh, that's pretty insane. Also, to try to bring criminal charges to a woman who just had a miscarriage is also pretty insane. I, I think both of those things are insane. Two things to be true. Why the heck are you trying to plunge your baby? That's obviously a corpse. But also, why is she getting arrested and why is she going to court? I don't know. Let me get, let me know what you guys think. Uh, so we have Delilah here. She says, miscarriages happens every day. She had a miscarriage in the toilet. That's a real thing. It happens often. So she should not be getting judged for this. And I agree, Delilah. I completely agree. It, it's, a, it's a very tragic situation. But again, for her to be in court for this, ugh, I, I just, and of course, she's a black woman. So there's that. 
as written by the neighborhood talk, an NYC man is about to have a hefty laundry day after his girlfriend tosses belongings over the balcony for allegedly cheating. Assuming any homeless people haven't snatched them up yet. Them being the clothes. <laughs> per the New York Post, the unidentified Brooklyn woman came home to find her man tussling in bed with another woman. Now, if you know what tussling means, that means they were having the S-E-X, okay? <laughs> the 34-year-old lady then decided to take it to the streets, sprinkling all of his clothes down Atlantic Avenue like snow. Quote, oh, wow. She's giving him a show, said a neighbor who filmed the frenzy just a few stories below. It was a Brooklyn Black Friday as she flung appliances, clothing, furniture, and ornaments all for free. Their enraged woman decorated the sidewalk and trees in front of their apartment building as neighbors cheered her on. Quote, I just know he deserved it, end quote. And quote, throw some money, end quote, can be heard in the viral video from onlookers. Apparently, her Bernadine-like dramatics just weren't enough because she stripped down naked herself. Police soon responded to the scene and apprehended the woman. A man believed to be her boyfriend appeared to attempt to salvage some of the items laying on the block. According to police, she was taken to Elmhurst Hospital for evaluation. The couple had been living together for nearly five years. Although her name was on the lease per the superintendent. <laughs> Oh, the mm, 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 mm. <laughs> says New Yorkers be supportive AF. Personally, I don't blame her. And to the point where she got naked herself, obviously she was having a mental breakdown because I, child, <laughs> I don't even know how I will respond if I walked in on my partner having sex with somebody else in the house that I pay for and the bed that I sleep in. Like, okay, first of all, I do not condone cheating whatsoever, but you can be smart enough to get a hotel. You can be smart enough to go to that person's house. You can be smart enough to do it in the car. There were so many different places to cheat. And you decided to cheat in the bed that your partner sleeps in. The, <laughs> that is absolutely foul. That, like, that is Foul. Kara says, I don't know. I would have flipped out as well. And I, I, I listen, <laughs> I'm over here stuttering because period. <laughs> Delilah says, we get mad and get naked. <laughs> I don't know about that part. I think she probably was having a mental breakdown because, well, I mean, how, you, you just come home and you see your partner naked with somebody else. Uh, mm. Mm. Again, I don't condone violence. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But <laughs> the way my hands would have been placed on somebody that day. <laughs> All right. So the shade room wrote the Philadelphia city council passed legislation on Thursday, banning the use of ski masks in public spaces. The measure which passed with a 13 to two vote would ban ski masks or block lavas in public, such as schools, recreation centers, parks, city owned buildings, and on public transportation. According to at CNN, offenders will receive a $250 fine for each offense and up to a $2,000 fine if a mask is worn during the commission of a crime. Opponents argue that the measure will unfairly target individuals without proof of any wrongdoing. Quote, the city of Philadelphia has been under siege with individuals who use ski masks to commit crimes. It's caught onto not just young people, 
but young adults who have made this a particular thing to do, end quote. A council member, Anthony Phillips, tells CNN, the Philadelphia Police Department can't tell who is a criminal and not a criminal, which makes it difficult for crimes to be solved in Philadelphia. Personally, I think those ski masks are ugly. I think they're stupid. And of course, it's my people, black people, who wear ski masks the most. And yes, there are people outside of black people who commit crimes. And I completely do agree that this law will target those people, black people, who wear these ski masks for recreational use. But we also do know that these ski masks are being used for crime as well. And I think it makes everybody uncomfortable to be around somebody who's wearing a ski mask. Like, why are you wearing a ski mask when it's hot outside? One, I've seen that a lot, even in the summer. Like, why are you wearing a ski mask? It's summer. It's like when you see kids wearing sweaters in the summer. I, I, I have never understood why they're wearing sweaters. But to wear a ski mask is insane. Now, I get it. If ski masks were actually being, actually being, wear, wow, actually being worn in the winter, like how it's super cold here in Chicago, I would get it. You're wearing a ski mask. It's cold AF. You're trying to keep your face warm. I totally understand. But most of these people are not wearing it for that reason. So let's call it spade a spade. I mean, these things need to get banned. I mean, it, it just makes people uncomfortable. It causes for a lot of people to do crimes. And, and you know what? I'm saying this. like. <laughs> it it does not cause people to do do crimes. Let me make sure I <laughs> correctly state how I feel. We know who's wearing the mask. We know what's happening when people wear these masks. And a lot of people who are wearing these masks are up to no good. And it's it, and let's be real honest, it's an ugly fashion statement. It is. Just just get rid of those things. <laughs> then it says they created this mask messiness. I mean, you're not wrong. All right, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back. We're going to have a conversation on World AIDS Day. Again, World AIDS Day that just happened this past Friday, December 1st. Stick around. This is the Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST in Las Vegas, Nevada, and now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. Don't go anywhere. Vegas has Italian ice. Philly Freeze Me Italian Ice, also known as Water Ice, is 100% authentic Italian ice made with authentic recipes and fresh ingredients. Philly Freeze Me is also vegan. Try a single flavor or mix it up and taste test multiple flavors like watermelon and cotton candy or strawberry lemonade and mango. It can be adult-friendly with alcohol-infused flavors. Two area locations open until 8 p.m. every day. Follow Philly Freeze Me on social media at Philly Freeze Me or online at phillyfreezeme.com. From exhilarating natural wonders to enriching cultural moments and beyond, the Luminarium Las Vegas is the immersive entertainment venue at Area 15 with unique experiences like wild, a safari experience, and space, a journey to the moon and beyond. Open daily, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with last admission at 7. Locals receive a 10% discount. discount. Illuminarium, 3246 West Desert Inn Road. For more information, call 702-221-1200 or visit Illuminarium.com. 
This holiday season, Black Bear Diner is offering a limited menu with feature holiday specials and family meals on Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. Guests can enjoy a full three-course holiday dinner, including 8-ounce home-style roasted turkey, 8-ounce old-fashioned smoked ham, and 10-ounce slow-roasted prime rib. All three-course holiday specials come with a cup of soup for salad, cornbread muffin, mashed potatoes with gravy, green beans, and cornbread stuffing, and a slice of pumpkin pie with whipped cream. Looking for less? Black Bear Diner is offering smaller portion, four-ounce roasted turkey and smoked ham dinners with all the fixes. And both offerings are available as a cub dinner special for kids. You can also order family meals with 32-ounce protein choices, plus all the fixings and even a whole pumpkin pie. Black Bear Diner will begin serving its holiday offerings in diners starting at 11 a.m. on the day of each holiday. Visit BlackBearDiner.com to find the location nearest you. Everybody, welcome back to the Baby D Show. Woo! Live on KSHB AM 1400 and 101.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST in Las Vegas, Nevada, and now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. Okay, real quick. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on in my head. Did I say 10 a.m. or did I say 10 p.m.? <laughs> my brain still has not gotten this time zone thing together. Jeez. And I don't know what's going on with this Monday, but I'm stuttering like crazy. I love y'all for understanding that this is a live morning radio show, not a podcast. Y'all, we got to roll with the punches because (laughs) things just happen. Now, if you're just now tuning in, it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys here on the Jamie D Show. I see we have Tommy in. We have the gay dating coach. We have Anderson Mr. Mitch Sanders, we have Angie, we have Wynn, we have Jay, we have, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's an absolute pleasure. For those who are tuning into this live morning radio show in their cars, it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys here. For those who are on the multiple live morning radio show streaming platforms, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, so if you're just not tuning in, I already went over some daily news, and now we're going to have a conversation on World AIDS Day. Now, if you don't know a World AIDS Day, I'm going to tell you, because it just passed this Friday, December 1st. And I didn't get the opportunity to talk about it on the actual day because I had an event to go to on Friday. Whew. Being a live morning radio personality is not for the week. You got to run around a lot. Now, if you've been following my show for a while, you would know that I'm big on health and wealth. It saddens me that we live in such a restricted world. It's common knowledge that a lot of diseases that plague our world were man-made, let's call a spade a spade, and there have been cures for a lot of these diseases. and the world, like HIV and AIDS. There has been cures for a lot of these things. We have seen in the news so many times that this person has came up with a cure for HIV and AIDS. This person has solved this issue. And then what happens? The, st- the story goes nowhere. The person ends up missing and more. It, it, it's just a sad reality. But we live in a world that is ran by money. That is also a fact. That means Big Pharma makes the money off of medicating people and keeping them on long-term treatments versus just curing them of their diseases. So they keep curious from coming out. I Listen, I don't care what nobody says. That is true and not a conspiracy theory. I I mean, I don't know. Disagree with me? Agree with me? Let me know. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it. 
Delilah, you're so extra. <laughs> I see her comment on Instagram right now. She's going to talk about we celebrate. No, we're not celebrating that that's out. We're celebrating the fact that we are giving light to the issue at hand in our world. Now, to me, it's sad that we have to live like this because we shouldn't live like this. Being afraid of being free and happy is no way to be. It really breaks my heart that there are people in power who know that we can easily change the world, but would rather see people suffer is insane to me. That, like, that's, that's insane. You would rather see people suffer and die because of money. The same money that won't even follow you into the afterlife. It's disgusting that we live amongst people who just don't truly care about the next person. The world of HIV and AIDS has progressed so much over the years, which is amazing. We now live in a time where we don't have to worry about contracting HIV and AIDS. That's because there are medicines that prevent those who are HIV positive from transmitting it to someone else. And there are those medications out there for people who are HIV negative who can take the medication to prevent them from contracting the disease. Now, those who are HIV positive who take their medication correctly reduce their viral load and make that make their HIV undetectable, which means they cannot give it to someone else. I personally believe that's amazing. The world deserves that, but we what we also deserve is a cure. Point blank, period. Let me know if you guys agree. Let me know if you guys disagree. It should be cured. It should. The lot says HBO has a documentary on AIDS showing a cure and how it's vanishing. You know what? There's been shows and interviews and articles and documentaries. And, and what? <laughs> We're living in a world where people are still dying of cancer. They're still dying of HIV and AIDS. They're dying from all these diseases that we know can be cured. Let, let's call a spade a spade. Like, come on now. You see how quickly they were able to come up with a cure or a treatment or a vaccine for COVID? And, and of course, you can't relate the two because those are two different viruses and two different diseases. I get that. I completely understand. But if you can put this much attention to curing something or treating something that quick that just came out, HIV and AIDS has been out for ever, for a long time. It hasn't been there for forever, but years. I mean, years. And there's still not a cure, but there are many treatments for it. And while that's great, again, we deserve a cure, period. Now, personally, I'm HIV negative and I plan to stay that way. But then again, you never know what can happen in life. On top of that, even though that there are medications that exist, you still don't want to wish HIV on anyone. And I can tell you, even the people who do have HIV, who are living long, healthy and beautiful lives, still do not want to live with the disease. There's nobody you will meet who's HIV positive who will say, yeah, I want to live with this. And yeah, I'm happy to have this disease. It sucks. It really does suck that this is the world that we live in. But again, it's reality. And if we don't talk about these things, this stays the reality that we're going to currently live in. On top of that, while there are a lot of education and resources available around STDs and HIV slash AIDS, there's still just as much stigma and misinformation around the disease. And that is why days like World AIDS Day are very important and why it's equally as important to have people talking about it like I am right now. I'm a huge supporter in the fight of HIV and AIDS because it doesn't just affect black people. It doesn't just affect gay people, and it doesn't just affect men, but it affects, it affects everybody in all communities. More people are diagnosed with HIV and AIDS more than you know, and there are more people walking around who are undetectable than you think. That is why I personally 
want to tell you about the importance of days like this. Now, according to Guardian.com, quote, on December 1st, 1988, for the first time in history, a public day of awareness was celebrated called World AIDS Day. It served as an attempt by the World Health Organization and the United Nations to bring awareness to the disease that had already killed over 45,000 Americans by that point and tens of thousands of people worldwide. It was the first time that the Names Project AIDS Memorial Quilt, which memorably included one coffin-sized panel for each person who had died of AIDS, was displayed at the same time on multiple continents. Elected officials such as Chicago's Mayor Eugene Swoyer used the day as an opportunity to announce groundbreaking HIV-AIDS public awareness and education campaigns. Despite initial misgivings from HIV-AIDS treatment activist organizations like ACT UP, World AIDS Day have involved, evolved into a landmark day of international recognition, both to commemorate those lost and to create a platform for public officials and organizations to announce bold new initiatives to combat HIV and AIDS and its spread, end quote. Now, I want you guys to take a listen to a report from 8 News Now out of Las Vegas, Nevada, featuring a local health center and their story around HIV and AIDS. Take a listen. World AIDS Day. Experts say the epidemic has drastically improved over the past four decades. But in Clark County, thousands of people live with HIV, which can progress, of course, into AIDS. 8 News Now reporter Ryan Matthews shows us the local health center piecing together the memories of those lost. Stitch by stitch, Tracy Leno is remembering a previous career. She was a healthcare worker throughout the AIDS HIV epidemic of the 80s and 90s. The stereotype back then is that people would die. A death sentence, she calls it, that pushed man or woman, gay or straight, and all those in between into the shadows. As other diseases come around, people forget about, you know, those with AIDS and, and HIV. A quilt traditionally mends an entire generation together. Cities across the country use this day to honor and remember, sewing together squares or blocks, each one a memory of someone who died from HIV or AIDS, transmitted either sexually, via drugs, or sometimes by birth. Your sexual health is just as important as your physical health. Leanna Ramirez and the rest of the center of Southern Nevada are creating their own for the first time this year. 11,000 people live with HIV in Clark County alone. Nearly 500 patients were newly diagnosed in 2022, but the treatment now a world away from before. Multiple medications around the clock, setting their alarm every four hours and waking up in the middle of the night to be able to take these medications and then the medications making them sick. Now just a daily pill or sometimes an injection every two months to live a relatively normal life. But much is left before a cure is found, she said, and social stereotypes remain to be torn down. I just want people to know that it affects everybody. It doesn't affect just men. It doesn't affect just gay men. It affects everybody. Now, the center offers free testing all year round, even on a walk-in basis. And coming up at 6.30 tonight, we'll have more on how medical experts say AI will help end AIDS. Yes. So just like Angie said on Instagram, um, YouTube, it is not, I repeat, let me say this, it is not who you are but what you do that place you at risk for acquiring HIV. Hashtag know your status. And I completely agree. There are so many horrible stigmas around HIV and AIDS. And again, as somebody who was HIV negative, nothing's wrong for sticking up and being a part of the fight against 
HIV and AIDS. And when I say sticking up, I mean sticking up for those who are positive and those who are living with the disease every day and sticking up to say that they are not HIV and AIDS. They are who they are living with the disease. There's a total difference. You do not classify as somebody that has that disease. You don't classify them as that disease. You just don't. There are so many medications that are able to be taken that allows those who are HIV positive to, again, reduce their viral load and become HIV undetectable. And there are so many different resources out there that you can actually grab onto <laughs> and read so that you can know more about HIV and AIDS. We are now in a world where people live with this every day. I said this earlier, I'm going to say this again. You can live a long healthy, and beautiful life with this disease. Again, do people want this disease? No, but there are people out there who have it and there are medications available to allow people to live a great life. And it allows other people to be able to be involved with those who are HIV positive. Again, HIV undetectable after taking their medicine and not contract the disease because there's medications for those who are positive and there are medication for those who are negative for both of them, one, to not give it to somebody else, and the other one to not get it, period. Just like Angela Jordan says, people are living and thriving with HIV. The bottom line is the only person you know what they're doing 100% of the time is you. So make sure to protect yourself. Either wear protection, get on PrEP. PrEP is the medication that you can take when you are HIV negative that allows you to not contract HIV. And then there's medication for those who are positive, like PEP, that allows you to have your viral load go so low that you cannot transmit your disease to somebody else, period. Now, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have more conversations around World AIDS Day. So don't go anywhere. This is The Jamie D Show live on KSHP AM 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST in Las Vegas, Nevada. And now live in Chicago, Illinois from 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. PST. All right, guys, don't go anywhere. It's The Jamie D Show. From exhilarating natural wonders to enriching cultural moments and beyond, Illuminarium Las Vegas is the immersive entertainment venue at Area 15 with unique experiences like wild, a safari experience, and space, a journey to the moon and beyond. Open daily, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with last admission at 7. Locals receive a 10% discount. Illuminarium, 3246 West Desert Inn Road. For more information, call 702-221-1200 or visit Illuminarium.com. And now 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. It's a lot to say. <laughs> and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at The Jamie D Show. 
a real live morning radio show. For those who are just now tuning in, I already went over some daily news, and now we're having a conversation on World AIDS Day. Now, World AIDS Day was just this past Friday, December 1st. I didn't get the chance to talk about it that day, so I'm talking about it today. Now, with STDs and HIV slash AIDS plaguing our society, I wanted to make mention that there are so many stigmas around those living with diseases. And it still baffles me how, with so much accessible knowledge at people's fingertips, how people decide to still remain ignorant. You can legitimately go to Google and learn about the plethora of diseases that affect our people all day, every day. And the situation that bothers me the most with HIV and AIDS is that sex is a natural part of life. It's not taboo. And literally every living thing on this earth has sex somehow. And it is extremely unfair how we can't even enjoy something that is natural, fun, and a part of everyday life without fear of it seemingly negatively affecting our lives. Now, I want you all to take a listen to my friends over at Abounding Prosperity Incorporated, which was an organization founded in November of 20, 2005 with the express purpose of responding to social and health disparities devastating Black men and their families in Dallas County, and how they decided to spread love and awareness on World AIDS Day. To me, and I can only speak for myself, this is the content we need to start shedding more light on. Not all of the negative misinformation that takes away from the fight and the healing around the world. So I want you guys to take a listen. Hey, COO. Hola. So I have some questions in honor of World AIDS Day for you. Okay. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Um, means the opportunity to remember why we started and to commit while we need to keep going. Absolutely. And what is the agency's aspirations for the future without HIV and AIDS impacts and how important is PrEP in sexual education? Ooh, that's a heavy question. Um, I think where we stand is we want to work ourselves out of a job. Um, so hopefully to end the HIV epidemic, not only in Dallas County, but to contribute to that cause like nationwide. Um, and how we feel about PrEP, everybody should get on PrEP if they can access it. Um, and for those who don't know about it, get to know about it. Absolutely. And if there was a global dance party to celebrate an HIV and AIDS free world, what song would be the anthem? Not a song, an album. Beyonce's whole Renaissance album. What do you mean? Of course. Beehive. God. Hey, Dwayne, quick question. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? World AIDS Day means remembering those who came before us and celebrating them as they paved the way for us to be here today. Okay, and in what ways are young people in our community being educated about HIV and AIDS and prevention? Well, here at About in Prosperity, we have the spot where we, you know, gather youth. And we also have 3MB where we educate about STDs and harm reduction and things of that nature. Yes, I love this fight. And if you could witness any historical event related to the fight against HIV and AIDS, what would it be? It would be World AIDS Day, of course. I know, that's right. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Oh, okay. World, World AIDS Day means uh, when we can represent hope, resilience, and progress uh, in the HIV field. Okay, and what local resources are available for individuals living with HIV and AIDS in our community? Abound of prosperity, baby. All right. And if you can create any HIV and AIDS awareness superhero, what would their name be and their superpower? Uh, let's see. Hope. 
and their superpower would be to heal. Hope Health Center. All right, now. Hey, Tim, I'm going to ask you a few questions about World AIDS Day. So, first question is, what does World AIDS Day mean to you? Um, just the significance of HIV prevention um, in our community um, over the last 40 years and just celebrating the significance um, that we've had. Absolutely. And is our agency and community equipped to respond to sudden spikes in HIV and AIDS cases? Oh, definitely. We are going to meet the community wherever they need to be. Uh, we're out on the streets in the community to make sure that we're helping prevent um, and help with the diagnosis of HIV. Absolutely. Banner Prosperity is always doing outreach. And if you can create an emoji to celebrate World AIDS Day, what would it look like? Um, probably the red ribbon with like the smiley face um, emojis with little hearts on them. Uh, remove the stigma, bring some happiness. Yes, that's it. Of course. Hey, Trey. Hey. When you're done, I need a monkeypox vaccine. Okay. But I have a question for you. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Uh, it means awareness and just education for everyone. Okay, and how does our agency lead in implementing HIV and AIDS prevention programs? Uh, by meeting the people where they are and trying to reduce stigma as much as possible. Okay, absolutely. We definitely do do that. And if the red ribbon had a magical power, what positive change for those affected by HIV and AIDS would you wish for? No stigma. I know that's right. Hey, Tobias. I know you're busy, but Hello. in honor of World AIDS Day, I want to ask you a question real quick. Sure. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Uh, it's a day of remembrance for the lives lost from HIV AIDS and to help fight the fight. Absolutely. Okay, are you okay with me asking some more questions? Sure. So, how is the work that our agency does for the community actively contributing to the fight against HIV and AIDS? So, we're pretty much involved in all of the inter interventions. PrEP, PEP, we do uh, data, uh, testing for any of the STDs as well as HIV. And we have a lot of other services that help prevent HIV. Okay, and if astronauts in space wanted to celebrate World AIDS Day, what zero gravity activity would you recommend? Blood draws. <laughs> Happy Air, quick question. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? World AIDS Day means remembering the ones that we lost in this fight, um, showing love to everyone that's still in the fight against HIV and AIDS. I agree. And how can we encourage our communities to do the work to reduce the stigma associated with HIV and AIDS? Educate each other, uh, normalize sexual health, Normalize having conversations about HIV and AIDS. Yes, and if you were to create a friendly mascot for HIV and AIDS awareness, what would it look like? Hmm, maybe a lion or a lioness. Something fierce? <laughs> a quick question. Yes. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Um, World AIDS for me means a new beginning. It actually marks five years that I've been diagnosed and it set me on a whole new journey and a whole new, you know, goals at life. Okay, and what do you believe should be our aspirations for a future without HIV and AIDS impact, and how important is PrEP in sexual education? Well, the future aspirations, our goal is to eliminate um, new diagnosis, and preparation and prevention is the key. So with PrEP prevents HIV, and with the educational piece of informing our community about the importance of sexual health, then we can create preparation of how to safely have conversations around safe sex. Yes, prep definitely is the key. And if World AIDS Day had a traditional food or activity associated with it, what do you believe it'll be? 
I believe that it will be soul food because it is very healing and soothing to the soul. A mac and cheese and a yam. Yes, cornbread. Can't forget it. Hey, Yolanda. Hey, so, man. I have a question for you. What does World AIDS Day mean to you? Today is a day of remembrance for all those that we've lost, our loved ones that we've lost to this disease, as well as honor those of us who are still living and thriving. Absolutely. And what steps is our agency and community taking to address socioeconomic factors contributing to HIV and AIDS? That's a good question. Our agency does so much for the community. Um, because of our social determinants of health. So all of our programs are, first of all, free of charge. If we can't get, if someone can't get here, uh, we can we use things like Lift Health, um, things like that, just to meet our community where they are. Yes, we sure do. And if you could choose any celebrities to be the face of World AIDS Day, who would it be and why? It would be Blue Ivy. And the reason I say that is that this young lady has stolen the world's, she's captured the world's heart um, through her mom, Beyonce. And let's just face it, she's young. She's 11 years old. So imagine the impact of someone that age uh, talking about and normalizing um, living with these, living free of this disease. I agree, and we are a part of the Beehive, and we love Blue Eyes. So I wanted to play that full video uh, audio because I wanted to make it known that there are so many organizations that are too, that are out there that are able to be assessed so that you can be in the fight against HIV and AIDS. Whether you are positive and looking to be undetectable, or whether you are HIV negative like myself and looking to be on a medication that saves you from contracting the disease, there are so many resources available. And just like Angela Jordan said in the YouTube chat, you can assess PrEP for free in the Chicago land area. Now again, PrEP is for those who are HIV negative, who want to stay HIV negative and take this medication so they can be involved in sexual activities and not be afraid of contracting the disease. However, I'll make it known that PrEP and PEP, again, PrEP is for those who are negative, PEP is for those who are positive, does not stop you all from getting STDs. You can still contract STDs on the medication. Now, granted, there are cures for STDs, but as we do know, STDs affect many different people in many different ways. So you still want to make sure that even though you're on this medication, PEP or PrEP, to stay safe. Safe sex is the best sex. Now, I get it, you know, for those out there who like to have unprotected sex and how it feels great. I understand that, you know, you're an adult, do what you want to do. But just make sure you know who it is that you're involving yourself with sexually. Because it could just take one night and your life has changed forever. And again, we are fighting to remove the stigma against HIV and AIDS. And it's not a bad thing to have it, but no one wants to have it. And that's the difference. I think a lot of times when we have these conversations on these different diseases and we say like, you know, it sucks if you have it. Because it does. It does. But it does not stop that person from being beautiful. It does not stop that person from living life. And it does not stop that person from being healthy. There are so many ways you can live, even if you are positive, period.
And if you want to seek help, literally go to Google. Look up organizations. I could tell you AHF. Again, that's AHF is a healthcare center that is pretty much around the United States. Like I've, I've seen AHF everywhere. And I've lived in nine major cities. And in all, in all nine major cities, there has been an AHF. If there's not an AHF in your area, try to find one of those small health organizations that can help you out. Because I regularly get tested. I go to AHF and shout out to people at AHF because they take great care of everybody. I go to get tested for free. I get HIV and STD testing for free. I make sure to go every three months. I'm not saying that I'm out here just wilding out, but I am an adult and I do do things. I do involve in sexual activities. I'm, I'm an adult, but I also try my best to be safe and also know for a fact it starts with you. And if you want to be safe, go get tested. Talk to your partners, get tested with them and make sure you do as much research as you want so that you can be fully informed about HIV, AIDS and STDs. Everybody, this is the Jamie D Show live on KSHPA and 1400 and 107.1 FM every Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. until 11 a.m. PST and live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook at the Jamie D Show, a live morning radio show. And now live 12 p.m. until 1 p.m. CST in Chicago, Illinois. If you want to promote your business, products, or services, hit us up at info at jamied.com. Again, that's I-N-F-O at J-A-I-M-E-D-E-E.com. Love you guys and have a great rest of your day. Peace out.